Business Unusual brought to you by Shift, the global money app. Download Shift, that's S-H-Y-F-T, and get the cheapest Forex rates around no matter where you bank. Dr. Sizakele Marutule is a branding expert. And you sent me an email the other day, Sizakele, and you said to me, you know what we need to talk about? We need to talk about the corporate sector. We need to talk about the companies behaving badly. We need to talk about executives behaving badly. We need to talk about corporate social responsibility. We need to be far more transparent and far more incisive in our criticism of the corporate sector when it messes up. It's critical. The, the, the country would be dead without it, but there are elements within it that you're not very happy with, proud of, I, I suppose. Is that fair to say? <laughs> That's an accurate reflection, yes. And thank you for responding to the email because I'm a, I think like average South Africans of any human being, I'm allergic to just unethical leadership and corporate misconduct. And I thought it would, it would be a wonderful time to just talk about what does that look like and what can we do as consumers of products and services. What, what, what particularly has got your goat there? I mean, have you got particular examples that you want to highlight or do you want to talk about the principles behind what has been going wrong and, the, and, and how you and I then are left to mop up afterwards? No, no, no. I'm happy for us to have a specific conversation because it maybe um, for over two years now I've been following the case of the wonderful Johnson & Johnson brand um, and specifically their baby powder. And I'll tell you why, because I remember even from university using it to keep my linen fresh. I can um, smell it now. You you say it, and everybody, <laughs> anybody who's ever changed a nappy, knows what Johnson & Johnson baby powder smells like. And unfortunately, by using it, You've exposed children, according to U.S. court records, to cancer-causing substances. Yes, and that is the problem. The problem is, in 2018, the substance was called out. In the U.S., they stopped selling it in 2020. But on our shelves in South Africa, when you walk into a retail store today, we still have the product on the shelf. So the, the challenge here is we need to be holding corporates um, to a higher standard. Your values may look wonderful on your website, but they have to be followed by a behavior. And in this instance, there's a credibility gap because their own credo, believe it or not, says we want to put the needs and the well-being of the people we serve first. And I think it fails the test. I'm not sure if it's Johnson & Johnson or if it was another brand of talcum powder that actually took out the carcinogens, that's the word I was looking for earlier, and replaced with corn flour, for example. Are we sure that the the J&J baby powder, for example, that's on the shelves now is still the same bad old stuff or is it the new stuff? No, it is still the bad old stuff. But also, here's here's a wonderful thing, Bruce, is if the first response from a leadership team is, no, there's nothing wrong, and then you spend money hiring spin doctors to tell us, to show us other things so that we, we, we draw our attention away from it, all of that smells of somebody who has something to hide. So firstly is why terminate if there's no reason? Two is why tell us you're switching to may start if there's no asbestos in the first place? Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the behavior is contrary to the claim that says we have nothing to hide. But it, it's the sense of the, the corporation's moral duty to do no harm. And yeah. uh, where does that, I mean, it's a logical moral duty. I mean, governments should have the same moral duty as well. Um, but but yeah. this, this moral, we, we have a high expectation. Do we have a, a high enough expectation of corporates or do we let them get away with, if not murder, something quite close by? I think we should be holding them to higher standards, particularly now that everybody's excited about the new acronym ESG reporting in their annual reports. That S stands for, for social, it stands for society, stands for 
how you behave in society and how you cause no harm from the people who are actually the source of your business. It's not a, it's not a big ask, please. I really think it's an invitation for leaders to think carefully about the choices they make and the consequences of those choices. It's so interesting, isn't it? I mean, companies will put value statements up on their websites. They'll put them in their annual reports. They'll put them above their, on their letterheads. They'll put them in their reception areas in companies. But when it comes down to, I forget who said it, but a value is only a value or a principle is only a principle when it's going to cost you money. Um, and when, when you have to take an action that's going to cost the company money, you and your incentive is linked to how much money you save the business or how much you earn for the business, suddenly that real moral fortitude of the individual or the group of individuals, whether it be the executive or the board, has to go, you know what, it's going to cost us a billion dollars or a billion rand, but it's the right thing to do. It's a hell of a big thing, particularly when it hurts your own bottom line. And that's the only true test of values for any company, I suppose, in any individual. That is very true. But also here you've got a product that people use on babies. You know, it's one thing if you're damaging an 18-year-old who has some level of awareness about what's being put on their body. But we're talking here about a product that goes into hospital, baby care. We've got women who are planning baby showers and they put that stuff into hampers. So the level of damage that can be created by just this deceit. Mm is stuff that we should be taking seriously. And people should be going to jail. I mean, if again, it, it goes to reckless, it's beyond reckless trading. I mean, there, yeah. uh, and, and there was this, this, they, they fought hard, very hard, the uh, Johnson & Johnson Corporation in the United States, they fought very hard against having to reform their product. And as you say, the bad stuff is still on our shelves. Thank you to Dr. Sizakele Marutlule, who is the branding expert and holding companies to account. I think it's a nice idea to occasionally include this perspective in business unusual because certainly it is unusual that companies are being held to account i think shareholders ultimately do and there is a process and it's fine uh, but companies need to know that we're watching